Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is the Rich Dad Roundtable, Season 2, Episode 14. I'm your host, Miles, here with my nearest and dearest of friends, Dom. Say hi, Dom. What's good? Whew, we back. We back, we back in, in this thing. We got, a, we got a little special guest today. Uh, my man, my man, Rich Dunfield. Uh, he is a realtor, Yee-yee. also a success strategist. Ooh. Mm. I mean, my man's really out here doing big things. Say what up, Rich. What's good, everybody? I might have to coin that one, success <laughs> strategist. Let's trademark it. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm hoping to just crack a couple jokes and share a little bit of light here tonight. We're glad to have you. Yes, yes, indeed. It's uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know why he's talking about the night time, but it's whatever. I guess you guys. Hey, and you got me all excited. Nearest and uh, nearest and dearest. I'm oh, yeah. nearest here. Hey, everybody, everybody knows I told it from my boy <laughs> Joe, Joe like, Budden. Everybody like, knows. What an introduction. No. Oh man. So 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 it's been a while since we've been back in the lab. Uh, about two two months now. Uh, so we've had Thanksgiving, we've had oh, Christmas, yeah. and we've had New Year. Yeah. Uh, do we want to delve into that, or do we just kind of want to? Into, I mean, I want people to I want people to remember that we do have families. <laughs> yeah. We can do a quick synopsis of what happened. Family came in town. Uh, food got eaten. Um, let me see. That's Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas. Daughter got some toys. I got some golf stuff. I'm going on a golf trip. Um, Vegas, right? Uh, San Diego. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, Your wifey wasn't, going, wasn't really. No, no, no. She was all for it. My, uh, my, my wifey. Fair enough, because <laughs> I definitely had a bunch of homies back out, so I couldn't do much of anything uh, there. I wasn't going to Vegas for one day by myself or one person to Vegas. Uh, so I'm stay with uh, my boy Rob in uh, San Diego. So we'll do that. And um, you know, family came in town from St. Louis with Parker, so that was dope. And then you know, that was it. That was it. New Year's. Uh, my daughter got sick, so yeah, sick from uh, New Year's Eve until last Thursday. So and then my wife got sick over the the weekend, took her to the ER. So, yeah, it hasn't been too eventful for me. It's been pretty much chill chill season. Nope, normal dad shit. Normal yeah, dad just shit. all day, all uh, day. Yeah, I mean, it it was about the same for me. Uh, I believe we had a normal Christmas, normal Thanksgiving. You know, uh, didn't go to the family's house for Thanksgiving, but Zoe did slide on over there with my mom. Me and Steph decided to get massages and relax on oh, that wow. day. Uh, you know, a little little couple, a, little couple keep, therapy. Keep it caliente. Yeah. Little caliente. Uh, got what a new a lens. New, new little lens for Christmas. Okay. Uh, Zoe got a, a, a pretty dope kitchen. Uh, That's right. I, I really, need to see. She's really I been in her cooking bag lately the last few weeks. Uh, Parker Steph got a washer and dryer. And uh, I mean, that was about <laughs> it. Way to get New Year's. We missed out on you guys. But, hey, hey. you know, glad to health as well. So uh, glad to see so things a little better. Rich, how, how, how was your holiday? Man, you know, <laughs> so... I'm I'm still getting used to transitioning from being the kid to the dad in the holiday Ooh, season. Yeah, wow, that's a and, good one. And I'm really, I, mm-hmm. I think I'm starting to fine tune my spots because this was the first holiday season that I just was in it for the long haul. I was in my I was in my pajamas. I was were, man, they, were they matching? Yes, <laughs> I even warmed to the store. You know, I was I was setting up the milk and cookies for Santa Claus. Just all the way around. I didn't care. I honestly was telling people, I don't care what you get me. Um, you know, because it was, I, I finally was like in that dad zone. You ready to spread like, the love instead yeah, of the I, love. Dude, it's like, gifts just don't do it for me anymore. Mm. It's like, I, I want that love. I want that time. Because as you get older, things really start to rush. Like, I don't see my cousins the same way. I don't see my aunt. So I tried to really just this holiday season 
because my career, my business kind of slows down a little bit in the wintertime being in real estate. So it was like, you can have that eat you up too. So I decided to go embrace family time and like literally go up to uncles and give them hugs and stuff. Sometimes it'd be a little weird. Like, what, are you, what are you doing, man? Get off me. But I'm like, I'm like, I lo- I'm like, I love you, huh? It's, it's, you I, just want you, I want you to know that. I'm, and I, I, exactly. I, will, I will honestly say, speaking on family, I've noticed that amongst like my family as I've gotten older and I think my aunts and uncles have gotten older. So they're more like, like when they see me, you can tell like the love is there. Like, mm-hmm. man, what's up, nephew? I'm like, give me a nice little hug. Right. You know, you can you can feel the love. So it's like I've I've noticed that a lot when it comes. Like you're, to like you're one of us now. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There's two types <laughs> yeah. of proud that I noticed from my family. I used to get the proud of like, oh, young little dude doing something. Yeah. You know, Girl, I bet he might go do something. Now it's like you're here Playing with us. Football. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it's like you're here with us, and you're going. You you're going through stress and everything. You're still here, so I feel you. Let's you, have a glass to that. You can have, yep. a, you can have a conversation at the table. Exactly. We'll, we'll listen to you. <laughs> we feel about taxes. Oh, let me tell you yeah. about taxes this year. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, is there's no other way? To, it's adult conversations, right? And it's just like, oh, when did this happen? So it was like my first adult Christmas. Okay, don't get me wrong. Like, I I was definitely a man last year, but it was just a different perspective. Like, give me a you know, give me a a Christmas dad movie now. I mean, I'm there. Yeah. We so we we set a limit this year on Christmas because we're trying to take a big trip in June, and I think it was like a hundred bucks. I think I, we both went over by like twenty dollars, something like that. But for each other or for your kids? For us. Nice. For just me and her. So then for Zoe, but Zoe's Shoot. got that. It's Christmas, and then five days later it's her birthday. Mm. So it's like growing up. I know that's gonna be really tough on her. Yep. But it was I, like I kind of feel what you're saying. Like it was, it was the first year that she was actually like old enough to like not quite understand christmas but like really rip apart them presents uh-huh. and like be excited when she sees something like the kitchen because like we didn't even wrap that it was, it's so big right we just threw a blanket over it and took the blanket off and she was just like i tried to tell her mom like let's have her open up other stuff first because soon as she sees this she's that's not it gonna that's, that's all that's, that's all <laughs> i'm not feeling anything else yeah so that's what happened but she ripped up a couple presents and it was just like it was a it was a dad vibe. You can be proud. Dead. You can be so proud for her. You're just, Man, you're, I'm just happy. I'm happy to see her enjoying herself. It, it well, because that's just it, that's that's pure joy. Like it's, it's a lot of the self. You know, like you're no longer self a selfish yeah, individual. Right. You're yep. really excited to see, like, like I guess I kind of I, I agree with you. It's like the first time I ever bought someone else something, and I was excited for them yeah. to. Mm-hmm open it you know like and it, it last year and the it's couple, easy last to say years, right like, it's easy to say like, like i bought presents for people before and i'll get yeah, you know, yeah. But it, it really starts to change where it's like i really I put some thought into this uh, yeah and yeah. i really don't <laughs> yeah. care about getting something back like in my deepest yeah. of my heart you know it's like and i want i want to see that love from someone else so i mean i'm, I'm just not materialistic anymore yeah I, I was like i want one thing this is what i want like I pretty much knew what I was gonna get for Christmas. Like it was at, at the money limit, and like I was good with that. Like, and I'm I'm good for you guys because like me and my girl, we're so in the trenches, three babies and all these cousins and everything else. And it was I just ain't like, no, ain't no relatives around here. <laughs> Which, what are what are y'all getting? Uh, nothing. Parker's getting this. Right. Y'all can get a gift. You get a, I love you. You know, man, boy. Have, little, quick little text. See? But this is the first. But this is honestly the first year that I had to figure out like. Why am I trying to spend so much money on my on my brothers and my sister and my mom? Yeah. That's like, hold on a second. That's not that's not my my core anymore. No. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna spend all not all my I'm gonna spend my money in the house. Right. But then when it came to my and Whitney has been doing this for years, she was like, you know, I give my mom my parents a thirty dollar limit. 
I said thirty dollars. Yeah, that sounds but a little hard. But it's Christmas at first. Eggs. But well, I didn't do it hey, last year, but this all, year we all adults. But bro. it's all a lot. But and then it's all lifestyle and like what your family's used to and like love languages. Because for yeah. for me, I had to get real on this. Of like, there's some people in my family that I think we equally love each other, but around gift time. They don't ever seem to match <laughs> the gift amount. And it's like, it's like, hey. Been coming up short the last right. few years. It's like, the the love is there. But and you don't even be thinking about it all year. But when it comes around, you be remembering like, oh, hey. oh man. But, Socks again, huh? <laughs> so, not, I, not even the comfy ones. Not even, not even the rich dad socks that you promised. The, the white, the white, like, stretch. They, like, and they for real grabbed them on the last checkout of the last thing they were doing. You know what? Like, I think oh, you would man. like these. Like, Rich the is going to be at the Christmas party. I better. But, you know, I had to talk to my wife, my my girl, and just say, I really love to do that. Like, I, it makes me feel good to get some, something, someone that I love, something that I think they'll love. Yeah. That's where it stops. Like, bam. The it's selfish of me to want someone to give that back to me all the time. So I'm trying to get there. I don't. It's, I don't expect much much in return anymore. Like. And I that's think a, that's because the dad well, in you, that's rich like dad get, right yeah, there. I get, I get my my mom, my like my mom said she wanted something, so I'll grab that for her. It's like a cheap gift. My sisters, eh, like we're all adults now. Like they got kids, I'll take care of their kids. Right, they take care of my kid, and that's really see. That's it. that's what my aunts were thinking about me. I'll take care of your kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'll yeah. I'll try to remember that next year. <laughs> now, now I know. Right. But no, that's a good point. Um. And it's hard to not expect things because it's just like because when you're so when you and you and we could be completely wrong. We feel like we're so thoughtful in, in our gift. Like oh, they would love this. They would love this. So it's like yeah, I'm giving this from it from the right place. But a little bit of you is like yo, you ain't see the gift I got you. And right. then they, then you open right. the gift they got you. Like oh. If they even got you a gift. Right. Yeah, so you, so then you got to be like, well, you know, I'm like, going to take this gift back I with me today. I haven't got a gift from my mom. <laughs> I think the last gift I got from my mom were pajama pants. And that was like five years ago, wow. four or five years ago. So you and your mom have a different love language. Yeah, like, I mean, but it's like we do stuff for each other throughout the years. Right. It's just like when it comes time for Christmas, like we were just, I was Some just, people you just know, saying, you're an adult now, you know, like it's no longer some like. Some people ain't all into the extra Santa Claus. But yeah. see, I you had know? to, I had to start teaching my mom to just not give me anything. Partly because she would always get me the wrong thing that I asked for. So then I'd be <laughs> upset. But now like she asked me like, she was like, well, Miles, what do you want? Like this year, Whitney was like, you know, if your parents give me anything, just something to get me gift cards to Home Depot. I was like, dang, that's weird. But she was like, you know, I want to do the, I want to do some bathroom work, yada yada yada. Right. So my mom was like, hey, what was it that Whitney wanted? I said, please just get her gift card to Home Depot. That is it. Don't try to do anything extra. She's like, oh okay. Whitney a gift card to Home Depot? Yeah, that's what she wants. She wants to okay. redo her bathroom. Yeah. So Whitney, your your wife, Whitney, working on yes sir fixing that house. Up. <laughs> yes sir, yes sir. I got an uncle for that. Just did a great job with my sister's bathroom. Hey, have you I ever seen say. HGTV? These ladies. That's all, these we, days, that's all we see is HGTV. Yeah. They are. But that HG, that stuff is so far fetched. It's, it's like, far fetched. Yeah. Like, it's like that's, they make it. They make right. it Let me tell like, y'all. Yeah, it is <laughs> like, looking at this like, like get out. come on, man. Like, uh, For you, $16, you bro, found this? Yeah. I don't know. I, I understand beachfront bargain. Timelines and everything. They be lying. Oh, man. 
Especially there's the, there's a lady here in Kansas City that does it. Yep. What's her name? Uh, Karen or something? Yep. Or, is it the one that does the? She um, does mansions. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, some, her some, pops buys them and, fund, yeah. and funds it all. But she's she's found a few dope dope. Places, yeah, I mean they like, do it cool. And must, one of have, their, must have been in St. Joe. One of the guys in, <laughs> in their production has shot my listings before, so he told me a lot about. You know, they do a pretty good job. They know what they're doing. But I guess now that you like now that you say that we've actually money, though, right? we haven't actually introduced what you do because hey, yeah. you've mentioned like he's like a couple of my listings and he said you know real right. estate is like we should probably tell people like who you are and like what you actually do now that I think so, about it okay so so you want to explain it but yeah that that would probably be best because Rich you introduce in, introduce yourself to our audience break of twelve it, break it down break it down thanks for the thanks for the time so <laughs> so for anybody interested out there for the last couple of years I've been working on my knowledge and expertise in real estate. And it started in property management, working with hedge fund managers that buy hundreds of homes at a time, uh, renovate them and rent them out and then sell them for profit at million dollars of profit. Well, now I'm just uh, your local realtor helping investors find really good deals, redesign them to maximize their functionality and then try to make some good money on them, but also increase the neighborhood value. Uh, make make people feel like they can have very nice homes in neighborhoods that they used to not find those styles of homes. So through all of that, you have your ups and your downs. You know, um, finding the right contractors, sometimes having a plan that doesn't go right, and you have some wins, you have some losses, but you definitely want more wins, or you're doing it for no reason. So true. So yeah, you know when it comes to when we brought up the HGTV on the on the real estate, it's like everybody wants to flip a house right now. That's definitely one of oh. the most popular ways to to get rich quick, and everyone likes to get rich quick. Well, I mean, quick is a if if you know what you're doing. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. <laughs> I think that's what people. That's the theory on it. Is if you if you can flip one house, you made it. But um, and you can. But just I'm just saying, be ready. Be ready to learn and not. Make fifty grand on your first flip. So, so essentially, Rich is an is an entrepreneur. Thank you. Um, and you also, Rich, what do you he, do? You also well, have native native. He also has Native Hemp Co., yes. which is like CBD oils and right. That's that's my real baby. Um, native Hemp Co. started off of the worst time of my life. Uh, my Lyme disease was mm. was eating me away from the inside out, and I was working really hard to find things to stop with the inflammation on the inside, and nothing worked. Nothing worked as efficiently as CBD oil. And um, so when I experienced that change in my nervous system, I figured other people wanted to experience this. Other people wanted to feel that good vibe and maybe get rid of ailments they've never been able to get rid of. So I started researching the hell out of it and and figured out all the amazing things, all the history behind hemp and CBD. Um, CBD, if people don't know, comes from the hemp plant, which is... I'll t- I'll talk in layman terms. The cousin of the marijuana plant that doesn't have psychoactive properties, so it's not going to get you high, but it still has a lot of phytonutrients that will give your body the power and energies to create homeostasis in the body. Because hemp hemp is the male plant, right? Essentially, uh, tech yes, but no. Okay, you there's for, there's female hemp too, but. Female plants have the the nuggies, okay. so a lot of times the the mm, the, the nuggies, nugs. yeah. As, so the male plants, the a lot of times say. are yeah. they'll be used for for rope and clothing and fabric, and then the women plants will be used um, for 
the flour will be used for cultivation of okay. oil. And, and okay. Rich is also a father of three. So before we, uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're wondering why yeah. we have him on the show, uh, <laughs> I he, am. He's a tried he and true a, father. He is a I'm father. A dad. He is a father of three. So, like, so you're time dad. So you're in the real estate. You're an entrepreneur. Um, and Kayla, your your wife, yep. your girl, she, she kind of works a little bit for the yeah. most part. Are you basically essentially the main provider though? Yes. So, so talk to me through like what is that like? What's the stress level like on that? Because you don't work like a regular nine to five. Like for sure, you're essentially depending on yourself, and your family is depending on you. Right. Three kids, you know, it, a house. It gets a little crazy. Yeah. It, it's uh, you have to have a strong mind. Everything is hinging on the way you're looking at your days. Um, I when I first got into my career, I was a so I played college football. My girl played college soccer. We got pregnant. I, we weren't expecting to have a baby. So then I got into sales. And my first job in sales was in an office, 65 hours a week, car sales. And I learned a lot there, but I could box in crazy. Like it got to the point where I'm looking outside the dealership windows, like literally wanted to spash my head through the window. You I just mean, knew that you could do more. Yes. Yeah. And I was a good car salesman, but there was just way more to experience and way more people to to work with and 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 create cool things. I felt trapped in this car dealership, so started looking looking into other options. And real estate caught my eye because of how many people you could work with, how much people you could help, and how much money you could make. So uh, I read a book, Keller Williams, Think Like a Million, Think Like a Millionaire Real Estate mm-hmm. Agent. Um, very great book. I recommend that for anyone that wants to start real estate because it gets your mindset right, and then it also has the the actual techniques that you can use to start building a business. So. From there, I transitioned, took a, trusted myself and took a leasing job, started leasing 30 houses a month. So, but then I missed my family, man. Um, I was gone all day, you know, even at that job, I was gone from eight to six and I had my first child and my, me and my girl, we were high school sweethearts. We really enjoyed our time around each other. And uh, so I just knew that I had to find a way to work from home. So that's when I just decided to trust myself and get my real estate license and knew that I had these skills of just being a people person, a problem solver, wanting to help people. And I, from everything I could tell, that's what made a good realtor. Um, so I didn't know anyone in my family was a realtor. No one in my family really had any money. I was from the lower middle class. Um, I didn't have a lot of clients to start out with yeah. but you know i just got my real estate license and i started making facebook posts and, you know i'm rich dunfield the realtor and i <laughs> i really i'm pretty positive i can help you and if, <laughs> and if i can't i'm gonna find the person that can help you and we'll figure it out and uh that truly sometimes was really hard um but i have noticed that when you look inside and you know your real dreams you know what you really want to be doing and you can't always do exactly that, but you can do your next best thing. And in my, in my dreams, I was going to be making money around my family. I was going to be mm. a family man. And so I just decided to trust it. That was the closest I could get was to be a realtor. And I could I could push myself to make calls from home and at least get to take my daughter to the park, take my dog on a walk. That was enough for me, at least to just do a little bit. And it, it transformed, man, to where most of the time now, because I feel like I trusted myself, it always works out. Like some months, the houses don't sell, and it it doesn't work out, and you don't make the ten grand. But just in time, you know, the savings comes through, or this deal comes through, and it. So it's definitely it's been worth it. It's I I, I love working from home, but now it's wrapped all the way around to where I can't wait to get an office again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can't wait to get out the house. Three kids later, (laughs) business is growing. You know, when you go from doing five houses to 28 houses in a year, well, you've probably got 40 clients now, You more meetings. And I've also learned you can become inefficient at home too, you know? Oh, absolutely. So now sometimes to get into an office and just crank it out. I know for a fact if I work, like I... Like if Zoe gets sick or something like that, I can work from home. Mm. But like I know I can't I can't get as much done at you can't home. Can't get dialed in the way like, that you want to. No, I'm just not focused. I'm too com- I'm too comfortable. Right. So it's like I got to go to the office and I just got to you know crank this out. Like because I'm always like even when I'm at the office I'm like ah uh, I'll just go home and finish this. And then when I come home I'm always up until like ten o'clock doing it. When if right. I would have just stayed in the office another twenty minutes it would have right. been done. Twenty <laughs> and that's crazy. An extra twenty <laughs> minutes would have got you the three hours of work that you needed to be done. And that's you know, and it's 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 interesting that you mention that because uh, I don't know how much how much of my secrets Dom is let out, <laughs> but uh, you know we're expecting our second child, so with that I think we are we're pretty positive that I'm going to stay at home, um, cultivate a couple of things, really work on Rich Dad, and uh, you know try to get seven to eight more listeners on the podcast, probably <laughs> you know really really spread our wings here. You know what's crazy is that not to cut you off, so we had a sponsor. Oh, the word they're no longer listening. Yeah, I know yeah. <laughs> they. They so the, so we so we ended our please season, come back our season season one and like there's like something popped up on like our host that we use for the podcast and it was like oh you have a uh, you know such like and such ad you, spot. Have, you, have, you have a new ad spot and like neither one of us understand like how do like how do we run an ad on a podcast <laughs> and it's like basically shows like how much money you'll get like if per per right. listen or whatever but like we never did another episode because it was the end of the season so then they just. <laughs> They uh, pulled the funding from us. So, so I, I, you know, the the idea of me staying home is is pretty high. Excuse me, pretty high up there. So, it's interesting that you say, you know, it's great to be able to be at home and be like a dad and be able to, you know, take your daughter to the park and give take your dog for a walk, which. Honestly, I want to be able to take Lucy out for a walk. I really want Lucy to have a fulfilling life, and yes. I'm, I'm excited about being able to take Parker out. And Lucy's the dog. And I guess I can share with you that we've decided on a new name, which it's all going to wrap itself around, but it's thanks to, really thanks to you, episode one. Um, you know, I was having my issue with, you know, it's another girl, so the Huddleston name is going to die with that. So we finally have confirmed, and we're gonna. Our daughter's name is gonna be Vivian Miles, and uh, I was go. I was really excited about that. So the name gets to stay. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to be able to take Parker and Vivian to the to the park and take take our dog Lucy and just I really want to be like that involved dad and and enjoy that. But part of me is scared of like how do you bring in finances even though my wife is saying like miles you don't need to worry about a thing financially because we you know we do do pretty good with just her income and it's just like well i think the the masculine you know the masculinity pulls out i was like well i want to provide something though it's like uh, i'm gonna be able to bring something to the table she was like yo you don't need to and i'm sitting there like you're absolutely right i don't like (laughs) You really you can don't. find a little. You can find a side hustle. You know something. To, I got the hugest side hustle with Rich Dad. I don't yeah, know. Right, I mean, and that's why I have to like remind myself. Like you yeah, have a full business that you'll be able to right here. Yeah, so it, that'll that'll put you in a position to be like, all right, I'm at I'm at home chilling with the kids. Am I just going to use this time to continually chill with my kids all day, or am or I going to can I get something done? Can I work on some marketing? Can I do on my products? Right, exactly. So that that was one part that I I I feel like I didn't even touch on enough was the actual finance part of 
realizing, you know, so you wake up every day, you get your kid ready for school. They're they're just happy. They're living in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to be really good. They don't at, know the well's running dry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you have to be really good at being, okay, That's you are. You're an at-home dad halfway. Yeah. So you need to be there in the moment and be a good leader and a, uh, create a good positive vibe. So it, it does kind of create a emotional intelligence that's necessary you know to not leave all them stresses over onto your children Mm. but to still be there for them you know so it's taken a lot of practice on me to like know how to sometimes just say hey baby i know i look like i'm here right now but i'm working but then Mm. to also have the wherewithal to come back around and when i'm not actually working to put my phone in my pocket and say, okay, baby, let's yeah. play. Let's do this. That's that's where I, I feel like I struggle at a lot is because I come home and I'll either be checking work emails or I might pull up Facebook, Instagram, whatever, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm involved, but I'm also every few minutes, you know, looking at my phone, checking right. this. So that's, and then I then I go to bed like, man, you know what? Like I, I was home for the last four hours and I really feel like I was more engaged in this yeah. rather than I was in that. It's tough. It's, I hate that feeling for myself. Man. And, it's, cause, um, and then it's like yeah. you, you continually see your kids grow and it seems like it happens yeah. like that. And so it's like every day I'm, con- I'm, I'm constantly looking at Zoe and I'm like, man, you're too... Like I really like this age, it's, and I know it's like yeah, it's on two its way. Is my favorite, and it's on it's, it's fun, on its way man. out though. So it's mm-hmm. like I'm trying to figure out like how can I. Honestly, your kids growing up is a very sad thing. Yeah. It, it really is. Like I never well, but truly, you, but you got to witness it when we were it. when we were on the phone. So he, so we we're kind of getting ready for this, and we we're doing a couple of things, but we had pizza. So mm-hmm. before, so here's what happened before before you called. Whitney calls me and says, "Hey, Miles." Um, you know, I'm not feeling the best. I'm just getting over the flu. Can you, Parker says she wants pizza. Can you pick up pizza on the way home? So I pick up our pizza and, uh, the, for whatever reason, the garage door into the house was locked. So, you know, I couldn't open it, but right. Parker heard me pull into the garage. So I'm hearing her at the door said, daddy, daddy. And I said, yeah, I'm here. He said, can you open it? And, and it's clear as day at this point. Can you also, I can't get in. So, you know, when he comes down, she opens it. And she, first thing she goes is, hey, daddy, you got pizza? <laughs> so, so, so I walk upstairs. We have it. She opens the pizza. She goes, this for me? I said, no, this is, this is our dinner. She goes, oh okay so i put the pizza up whitney gets it puts it on our plates and we're eating and uh like we're like and parker is going crazy on the pizza just just loving it and then dom calls so we're so he's talking he's talking and parker is sitting there eating her pizza and she's talking to me and he's listening and i can tell he's listening thinking like yo she's She's like talking, talking, She's like a full conversation. Yeah, like <laughs> quite like call and response type talking. So like if I'm not answering her, she's she's asking me that same question again. Right. So I get off the phone and uh, <laughs> Parker and I go into the living room and I, I said, OK, Parker, you want to watch an episode of Puppy Dog Pals? She said, yeah. So we sit down and we watch Puppy Dog Pals. And it was that instance where I, I thought to myself, I was like, dang, because I, I knew you were at the store. So I was like, dang, let me go see if my phone is on the table just in case you send me a text. So, but I didn't get up because I was like, Parker is right here on my hip. There's yeah, so nothing more important than her being it, right here. Right. Go. And tr- truth be told, the phone was actually in like in the little, in the weird corner on the, on the couch. So it was there the whole time. I didn't realize it. <laughs> 
But that moment, dog, it was like, yo, I don't want to miss. I, I'm I'm happy right here. She's she wanted to put the That's cover happening. over. It's, it's it really? was everything. It was how, everything. How, how old your oldest? Uh, two. She's a little over two. So two and a half. She yeah. So they're about six so months apart. You, your oldest is two. Yeah. yeah. Man, oh man. Yeah. You, so when he's you, sitting, so when he's sitting here saying like, oh, it's a fun store. age. I'm six months ahead. So I'm like, yo. Just imagine what you're about to see. And they go to the same daycare, so they're now in the same classroom, which is yeah. crazy to see. I feel like I feel like parenting is all about like little it's like clicks, like blips of moments yep. where you're like realizing like, oh, you know, like, oh shit, my kid like can understand like understands this now or like they Bro, wait till they like kid comprehend can this. Wait till oh, your man, kid yo. is five. Then you really gotta be watching has, stuff. Oh, right. Like literally you gotta be so cautious to the movies you have on. Like sex scenes, no more. Like yeah. you know, hey, those, those don't exist. Fast forward, you yeah. know, all that type of Go stuff. Go to your room. And just really now having a an almost six year old daughter that's so emotionally intelligent, that's so loving, but is also listening all the time. And there's a lot of times I grew up in a very brash reality, alpha male cussing, a wild environment, yelling. <laughs> yeah, I was wild. Like I grew up wild and. You don't realize that as much until you're growing up a five year old daughter. You're like, dude, I'm wild. Saying, so how do how did you counteract that when with raising with raising the oldest? Because you like, we, and we were talking a little bit off air, kind of uh, the moments that you have your first and you kind of pour everything into the right. first because you just don't know, right? But then the second comes around, and that's kind of mentally where I've been. I was like, you know, it's, I got this. I've yeah, been here before. Yeah. But what's crazy about the second is. I'm, and I'm not going to say the neglect that you show, but just kind of how you're a different parent. Yeah, because like even as Whitney's going through her trimesters and kind of the weeks, it's not that it's not as exciting. Yeah, but you 100. kind of remember at this point. So now it's just kind of like when she it's it's almost like a like an honorable mention. One hundred. So it's just like and, I, and I'm you're catching like, we're, myself. You're like, yeah, that. we're going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm waiting for like, you know. Now I'm waiting for Vivian to get here, and I, I'm just really just kind of waiting to see how that interaction is going to be with her and Parker. Right. Because it's like a lot of the teaching that's going to happen is probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, is probably going to be from sister to sister right. as opposed to parent teaching as, as much of how you go about doing things. And, you know, and that's that's where I really feel that the the soul speaks like children know I just feel that a sister knows that she's joining the family and she knows like somewhere way back that she is going to have a sister already and that the the parents are going to be able to give enough and the sister's going to be able to give enough to where that baby's going to, you know, that, that she's going to get enough like love. like the lack that the parents give is, is almost compensated by what the sister gives. Right. So she still gets the whole. If, so she'll get everything she needs, uh, you know, if it's done right. Like, okay. okay. Because That's definitely, I mean, Avery teaches stuff to Stella that obviously no one was there to teach Avery, but someone, but Avery still learned it. So it's it's unique. It's so unique she's situation. becoming the teacher. Kids, and kids learn much more on the outside, it seems like, than they do on the in, like like they learn much more outside of the home, it seems like, than they do inside the home. And that's why it's important to figure out where where their outside environment is, right, because Zoe comes home and I'm like. I've never, I've never said that around you before. Like, where did you get that from? Or like, just like certain <laughs> mannerisms and like things she's doing. I'm just like, I've, I've never, I've Parker never did done this that. thing uh, around Christmas time, and I, and we couldn't figure out where she got it from. But um, she would put her uh, her sunglasses on, 
And if there's some paper on the table, she would verbatim, this is this what she did. She'd go, hmm, let me see what we got here. I said, what are you doing? And she'll just go, let me see what we got here. And she's looking at all this paper. I had to think about it. I said, where is she getting this from? Her grandparents, usually when I stop by on lunch, this is when she was earlier or mm-hmm. younger, her grandpa or Papa would, you know, when he goes through the bills, and he would probably just say it, or money bags yeah. would say it, just say, "Oh, what we got? What we got here?" Yeah. He, but, but see, Dude. this come from a two-year-old. Right, is the funniest thing ever. And she just goes, "Hmm, what we got here?" We, and she doesn't know, but I was like, "Yo!" But eventually, they they figure it out. But it, like you said, that outside environment is just like, I'm a big believer in that. That. Get your kid around as many funny, smart people as you can. Because yeah. this is going to rub off on your kid. Your kid's going to be a sponge. Your kid's going to be a funny, smart person yeah. if you keep putting them around those types. I mean, they, they soak in so much more than you would expect. Right. So it's just like, like, like so the other day, uh, my mom watched Zoe, like, after my, I had a power lift to meet, like, a month ago. Oh. And we went Great out to job, Congrats, beast. We, appreciate it, appreciate it. Uh, we went out to dinner. Trophies. Yeah. <laughs> got the middle, Unexpected. Got the up there. Hey. Uh, Shiny. So, uh, <laughs> so, Steph and I went just, like, to grab a bite to eat afterwards. Because um, I had been, like, dieting down and all that. We went just went and got, like, some drinks. And I took Zoe over to my mom's house. And my mom sends me this video of Zoe shooting dice. <laughs> and, and I'm like, and like, and it's like, it only took her like one time. And like, she like knows how to do it now. And like, a part of me is like, you teach him like how to shoot dice. But another part of me is like, you know, laughing about it. Cause I think yeah, it's funny. It. Like, but like she's legitimately like picking the dice up. She's shaking them. She's throwing them, looking at them, grabs them again. And it's just like, and I'm just like, damn, like. So, so to go back on your topic of. How much do you show your daughter or how much do you tone yourself down about like me when I was saying like, you know, I'm a, I'm an asshole or like, you know, should my daughter really be learning from me when I think about it? And it's like, well, you have to be, I would rather my kid be a little street smart like that. Yeah, like, like I would yeah. rather her be real and to know it all and know how to process that than to never experience it yeah. and to be a sheltered. You that, know? That's, that's where me and her mom like differ. Cause it's like I'm more on the street smart side, and like I'm more. But you gotta have them. I'm yeah. more. I'm more like I feel like I'm more of a, a, a tough love kind of dad. Like yeah. I, not yeah. like super tough, but like I want Zoe to learn her lessons. Right. Yeah. The only way for for her to learn her lessons or to fail, and like I feel like that's the only way to really be successful in life right. is to fail. You got to fail early and fail a lot to really understand what you're doing and whether or not this is right or this is wrong or like oh this hurt me. Tough love has to come she like, from your because she like from sent, your dad yeah. because yeah. she sent me a text the other day. Well, and I was like. Uh, we're gonna touch on that. Well, well it should come from your mom she, too. Yeah, but like in each in our own ways, I feel. Because she sent me a text like two days ago and was like, "Oh, you left it." It was like a can of Rotel, like some canned tomatoes. You got any left? It was like, I remember I'd put in. Uh, that was, that was, that's that's what, probably it'd how, be old by it? now. Uh, so and I, it was like on it was in the in the cupboard or in the in the pantry, and Zoe can open the pantry now. And like mm-hmm. she was like she grabbed it and dropped it on her foot. And I was like, she's like, you got to put this stuff up higher. And I go, no, I don't. Like, she's got to learn that Eggs. if you play with this, it, it could hurt me. So exactly. now she knows, last time I touched this, it fell on my foot and I, and I right. got hurt. So I should probably be a little bit and more I careful just did, or, I just did or that avoid with it next time, you know? Like, yep. That, at least that's how that's Counting how on I your parent. kid to learn. Exactly. Right. Well, I mean, because the one, you're not going to be able to walk them through everything. And yeah. just like you said, There's gonna be Parker, the other day, she was in her room and she stepped on she her room was a mess and she stepped on something that hurt her foot 
So I walked in there and she's crying, and I said, "What happened?" Oh, and it, well, that's exactly what she did. Leg, yep, that's exactly <laughs> what she did. So I said, "Okay, well, if you were to clean up your room a little bit, then you wouldn't step on anything." And well, I mean, she's two and a half. Clean up a room, but immediately that's what she started doing. Wow! Immediately, I said, and I stood in there with that's her. I said, "Why don't you start cleaning this?" I said, "Why don't you put this up over here?" I said, "Why don't you put up all your books?" She put all her books exactly where they needed to go. I said, "Put your toys," but you know they clean up at daycare, and like yep. you know we've we've been cleaning with her since probably around one and a half or so. So she knows, like you know, start putting stuff up. But that was the first moment where. She hadn't been cleaning it, and she stepped on something that could have been prevented. I said, if you would have started cleaning your room, <laughs> and she said, okay. And, you know, I told you a couple of weeks ago that I started kind of literally kneeling down and talking to her face-to-face mm-hmm. and making sure she understood. And from what I That's see, it, I it helps. It, I mean, it's been helping, and it, it makes me feel better talking to her because it's you know it's, at that point i feel like she's learning as right. opposed to being afraid getting of on well, her well, like level. i said that I, I watched a video a few we might have talked about this on another episode but i watched a video i don't know probably a couple months ago and there's this guy talking about like how to deal with kids and like yeah. when they frustrate you and he's like basically saying like when your kid is just tripping spazzing out screaming crying rolling all over the ground throwing stuff off the table he's like there's no reasoning with them like they don't they don't comprehend what's going on. Like they don't understand like why, like they, they don't, they, they just can't, you gotta let them calm down on their right. own. And then you have to, you gotta ride the yeah, wave with yeah, them. And yeah. then you just gotta talk to them. Cause a lot of parents just want to yell or scream right. or you fight know, it. This like, that. like a, like, you know, a hurricane and a brick wall, you know, yeah, like exactly. It's a Isn't very it? strange analogy, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely agree. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, so another thing I wanted to talk to you about was that, so Rich is vegan. Are you still vegan? Yes, sir. Vegan for the last, like, I don't know why you have this huge ass smile. Five years yes, plus, sir. like when you said it, I don't even think about it anymore. Like, well, yeah, I mean, like, it's just, a, it's just right, when you were like, are you vegan? I'm like, yeah, yep. I'm vegan. It's just, it's just the way you live your life. Yes, sir. But, and your kids are vegan too, right? That's right. So like, I, I want to know, Hey, what's it like raising vegan? Where do you children? get your protein, bro? Yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, how do you well, do? And that? I'm going to piggyback off but of that. I just, I just want to know, a, what's it like raising children who are vegan? Because number one, they're around so much temptation sure. and other things. You have to deal with more parents and daycare sure. and stuff like that or school. And then, what, what's your family think of that? Right. You know, because I'm sure that they are probably like, "Fam, you really want to be doing that?" And I'm, I'm sure you probably have got some sort, some sort of negative vibe from this somebody. Really yeah. So that's a gr- that's a great question. That was like one of the first journeys of my young family. That was like the first stand we made as a young family was like that's that's what the dunfields are going to be about over here it's like you know we're plant-based we're we're eating healthy yeah, they be whipping up some fire or, or, meals you f- organic i mean I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to and i need it honestly <laughs> i kind of stepped away for it for a long time but i kind i want to get back into sharing the dishes we eat because it really it's pretty cool we look to eat we we eat really classic american style food but we found a way to make them all a little more healthier and uh, a lot healthier and definitely plant-based so we're we're using butter from uh, cashews and coconut oil. You know, we're we're a lot of times only organic produce, but it's it's really the same things you already been eating. You know, uh, mac and cheese, but just using cheese made from cashews instead. Yeah, a little and, bit extra uh, effort. But and then uh, for the on as far as the kids, it was like yeah, my family thought I was crazy when I was not eating meat. I mean, you grow up thinking that's just entrenched into being a healthy person. So honestly, for a while, I didn't even hang out with my family anymore because they just couldn't understand it. And it was driving them crazy. They always just thought I was hurting my family and hurting myself. 
But I also at the same time, I was usually the most intellectual person in my family too. Same here, black sheep. So, black sheep. so it was like, okay, I I don't have to convince you because I know I, I've done the research. I know what I'm doing. Right, I know what I know, and it's like I'll just show you guys. Even I, I was getting so much sweat from this because I when I when I went plant based, not a lot of people were doing it back then. No, and, and um, even at my job and everything, people were just roasting me. But I just said, "Hey, I want to look like Bruce Lee." That was just my little goal. Not I was meditating. Not even a bad. Oh. <laughs> so, did, so did you go plant based strictly for health reasons or for That's more or less like animal cruelty reasons? Great question. Um, Great follow up. So, keep in mind, I played football at Missouri State. When I was down there, I got up to two hundred pounds. Um, just heavy basis on gaining weight and eating a lot of food and trying to be as strong as you could. And then came back and at the, working at the car dealership, making pretty good money. Those, those guys eat, man. Those oh, yeah. Car dealership guys. Go out to lunch love every food. day. Every, lunch, every day from the time you get to work, it's about what's going to be for lunch. Yeah. When are we going to start making our orders? So, I, you know, I got even more fat, even more unhealthy. You know, it's just really, I felt like I was 40 instead of 20. Mm. I didn't have any of my athleticism left. Um, and it was just a, it was a rough life, like everything in the bedroom, sleeping, everything was just not what I remembered. But in my ma- in my mind, I was like it's still all that, and so I couldn't stand that. And so the I, harsh reality, yeah, right? <laughs> and it was hitting me quick, man. I was it's, like, it's hard to believe it. Glory days were over fast. Hard to believe it. And um, so I started researching. I'm a research guy. That's one thing that's always saved me. Um, is I. I can take in information and start to use it. I just get the facts. That's, yeah, that's what I, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't need a lot of thinking. Love. When something, when 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 I feel something, I can usually just go for it. And so I was listening to a very cool. Check them YouTube. You guys, my Infinite Waters. Never this guy has some out. very cool <laughs> videos. It's a it's a African gentleman. I think he's from Ghana, and he just has a great flow. Um, very informational videos too. And he talked about and. Uh, decalcifying the pineal gland and how he had been meditating and he uh, how good meditations have been for him and how he wanted to decalcify his pineal gland so he stopped eating animal products called turkey open up the third the third yeah eye. open up the third eye a, i mean i know a little yeah. bit a little bit, yeah. a little bit of that a little bit a little, a little bit, bit something bit. like that so i was literally sitting in my garage smoking a j and watching this video <laughs> and i'm what like people always and i'm like i'm like yo I feel that, like, you know, th- open up the third eye. And so I walked inside, and I told my girl, I was like, hey, we're never going to eat animals again. And she was little, I think she was cutting some chicken at that time. And she looked over at me, and she was like, okay. So we, so really, we, we rolled from there based purely off of, so it, it started with me wanting to be healthier. But when you start meditating, and you go to that route, you're like connecting to the whole world. And so I could, I did kind of step back and see it from like a universal standpoint too. Yeah. It was like, if I clean myself out, and I, it'll help with the world too. Like a, a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, for sure. S- so now from there, you know, you watch, you still enlighten yourself, watch all the documentaries, farm factories, like that. Mm. To me, that's lame. To me, that's not the way the world was created to be. To me, that's a, it's a form of large scale slavery and, and slaughtering you know of and so when you bring it in the low vibes like that and you're putting low vibes across long stretches of earth on the land it's just bad bad all the way around so i try to stick away from that but like i i can sit down with people that eat meat every day like i don't think about it and you don't a, knock them right not in any sense so, so that was my only my only problem so like i'm pretty i'm not a vegan 
but I'm I'm very conscious about what I put in my body, mm-hmm. like products and you know I, I try not to eat as much processed right. food, you know, I'm not perfect, you know, but I do still eat meat. Yeah. But I also understand like the idea of veganism and the one thing I'll just never do is just knock somebody for either being vegan or a eating meat. Cause it's like, it, it's, it's a tough transition. You right. know, you can't just be like, you know, and both ways can really work. You're ruining the world, but it's like, I know, I know how to be healthy eating, eating certain meats. Like I know I don't really eat pork. I don't really right. eat a lot of red meat. You know, I try to eat, you know, chicken with no antibiotics, you know, the less, the less saline they put in it, blah, right. blah, blah. It's, but it's, it's, it's expensive. Right. But at the end of the day, it's just packaging. You don't know what they're really putting in it. Right. But I, I respect anybody that does it because I know it's ex- it's extremely tough. Yeah. But like, do you are you willing to give your kids the opportunity if they want to venture out? That's a great or, question. Because I feel like, before of you course, an, before I you would never. You like, can never control. In my opinion, you can never control someone's reality like that, even your own child. Because I, how many times did I eat meat growing up? You know, and I know what it did bad for me, but I also know that I enjoyed my childhood. You know, yeah. so to be to be so harsh to my child like that, but I also just to give her the truth every time. And but so in the far, very same breath. If they've never had, if they've never had the experience with it, that desire may never, you know, may never show its face. Right. So we're on our first test run. Avery is in kindergarten. She goes mm-hmm. to school every day and sees. You pick a milk. You know, you pick a. You know, she sees what the kids are so eating. Do you guys you, pack her lunch? Yeah, we, ma- we make her food every single day and. Okay. We also, you know, we make her the stuff that she likes. We also make her eat her stuff that she doesn't like. And really, Avery, Avery knows. Like, Avery just, like, when she, she never, if Avery asked to eat a cheeseburger, we would let her, but she doesn't. She yeah. never has. She, I, I, I guess as a parent, I would be more concerned, like, when they do eat some processed food, you know, because, I mean, your kids are, your kids are essentially cleaner than you and your, your, your right. girl. Like, I mean, they've never had yeah. much BS right. in their entire life. But, so I'd be concerned, like, what's that going to do to their bodies like, yeah. when they do or what, how are they going to react to that? But I'm definitely going to go off the basis of if I start her strong, she can handle anything versus starting them weak. And then I'd much rather just load her up with all the good stuff and let her venture off and yeah, test herself sure. than have a kid that has no immune system, no, uh, you know, a lower vibe brains not firing off at the correct capacity because then i feel like you're going to be tested no matter what so just might as well build her up as the strongest smartest little baby highest vibes that she can be and try to keep bugs away you know and because i know it's tough as a parent to be the toughest part is like other other parents yeah going to soccer games like when they're handing out the treat you know the treat bags because like zoe zoe ain't vegan by any means but like she doesn't really eat much like she's never had she's never had like a glass of milk Wow, like we've never given her milk. We only buy her pea milk. Right like when she was a, when she was a kid, yeah, it's Ripple is what Bro, we got. Ripple, Ripple is uh, the game. <laughs> and now you see they even put DHA in real milk yeah, because so, Ripple puts that DHA, and that's mad brain so, fuel. So it's, like, so it's a lot of stuff she's never really had, like soda. But it's like the way, like you said, like my family grew up, like on the my family is extremely unhealthy. I had the worst diet. Like ever. They're, they're just so unhealthy. Like you go to my aunt's house for 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 Christmas Kayla, or Thanksgiving. Kayla, Kayla just can't believe it's it. ridiculous the stuff that's over there. Just gallon like five coolers full of pop, dude. You know, ice cream, cake, like all this, and so it's just like that's what I'm always concerned with when my mom takes her there. And I don't go. Right. I'm like, hey, don't. All right, give her. She can have a slice of cake. I'm fine right. with that. But like, don't go over. Like, I don't want my kid having soda. I don't want my kid having this. So it's like, I feel like that's the tough part. I always you're try to live in balance. What, what you're giving your kid, but balance is just where I always find 
Well, that's the only way it can last. Yeah, nobody lives like, forever. You got to enjoy life a little like bit. Like the other day, grandma <laughs> called and said, hey, you you didn't answer the phone, so Avery had a piece of cake. It was cake with milk and all, you know. Yeah. And it was just like, okay. But that in the grand scheme of compared to a glass of milk, I would much right. rather my kid have, oh yeah, oh, it's, it's packed with sugar, but like that milk now, and that cake is cut. Now that's, you know, I don't even think my kid could get down a glass of milk. I think if you even offered her all the toys in the world, I think your body has to be taught that from a young age to like mm. cow milk. Just like a, you know, it's like a weaned on type of situation. For sure. So like, and then even the only way you might be able to get my kid is like on some pizza. Like, cause the cheese kind of is similar, uh, or like a chicky strip, cause sometimes those. What did you call it? A chicky strip. That's what we call it. A chicky. Well, we like, are, to, to, to like, confirm, we are talking about a chicken strip. <laughs> yeah, but it's made from plants. Okay, so they okay. call it a chicky one, strip. One thing I will say about the where the where society is going is definitely adopted the whole non-GMO yeah. or the whole vegan or the whole We won that. We, we kind of won that fight. Lifestyle. Like, bro, you go to, like... I know it's mainstream like, now. Yeah, like, Sprouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like, Sprouts sure. is for sure, like, the, the top dog, like, around Kansas City, Sprouts, and a couple other Whole places, Foods. like, Whole Foods, Aldi, but, like, even yeah, now... Trader you, Joe's. Trader Joe's. But even Aldi's now when you... But thing. even now when yeah. you go to, like, Walmart, you go to Hy-Vee, like, they, they got, all like, they got, got like their gang stuff. of... Yeah. Like what? Well, like like vans, like vans, like the waffles. Like cause I'm right. pretty sure those are all vegan. Yeah. Like and bro, it's a, it's a ton of products. It's a, out there. it's a wild life for me because five years ago there was nothing. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. Like, bro, for I would go into stores and be like, "Where's the vegan options?" And they would literally be like, "What are you speaking? Even what re- language is res- that? Like vegan? restaurants oh, now, yeah. man. Like so 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 really now it's almost sometimes I don't even like to tell people I'm vegan because now it's so it's mainstream. almost it's like it's like like. Hipster, yeah, he's like yeah. you know, what I'm saying he's like, like nah. I, got a, I got a homeboy who went, who I work out with, who who went, who went vegan. Just he just decided to try right. it, and it's like, but we never talk about it. It's like right. not because to me, it's just like okay, that's just what you do. Like right. you don't eat meat, all right? Like I don't cool. care. Like, and if you <laughs> and if you really do it right, like that's the one thing that worries me the most now is so many people do the vegan thing and they get a little good vibe off of it because really you're just cutting out a lot of stuff that you used to eat, and it's just too much toxic food that you cut out. But then eventually. You're just gonna trade it for some other processed shit that you yeah. really shouldn't be eating. Um, so that's a, that's a tough that, sell on a lot the, of vegan. A lot of vegan products, although they're vegan, they're, they're still not necessarily junk. as far as the macros go, like healthy for you. They're right. still packed with a bunch of a bunch of high high carbs or high sugars or, or exactly you know whatever else you don't really exactly need. So, so that's why I really say before I would say be vegan. I would see be I would say be eat whole foods, eat real food, whole foods all the time. So like t- like if you ate uh, five pounds of fresh organic fruit. And two pounds of fresh organic greens, and then still wanted to have an elk steak at night. You're you're probably running healthier than eating a bunch of boxed vegan food all day. You know oh, what I sure. mean? But it was still just for me. That was the easy way for me to do it because I was such a toxic meat eater. I ate meat with everything. I ate cheese with everything. I ate milk with everything. Mm. So for me, it was just like, bro, you got to know your levels. Like I knew that I needed to detox all that. Like I needed to give my lymph systems and my uh, digestive systems a break from all that and then there became a spiritual level like just after a couple of years god does a little talk with you where it's just like yeah you're just one of those people that don't eat animals and we just need a certain amount of people on the earth maybe like that that don't eat animals and i was so just your little song and dance in your own head where you're just like okay i'm literally i know for a fact i'm a per pound stronger than i was before i was plant-based so it's like I didn't lose any strength. I'm I'm smarter in the head. I'm healthier. 
and my body looks like how it's never looked so i'll just roll with this you know like i i legit changed my entire cellular makeup from just eating healthier food like because i went from 200 to 155 but i was still like that's a drop yeah man boy that's a drop. <laughs> and that took about two years like it was a it was a two-year healthy drop and uh <laughs> but i still like at 155 at first i was like kind of flabby like i i kind of had like boobs and it was skinny fat you would call it yeah you figured, yeah, out, yeah. You figured out how to tone it up and, and then at that and then at that same 155 from like two years past that what i would call from like transitioning from less processed food and less fake sugars to eating more just like straight real whole foods all day now the 155 looks like what i call the bruce like lee solid, look. Like a, you know the, just, the solid 155 lean, you, know? you can just tell that your cells they they're a muscle-based cell now like when they pop up they're ready to be strong well i mean your body in itself is you know however hundreds of millions of years that cells and all these right. things have been on this planet and it's like you you have to eat what what the world provides you yeah and that's what like your body will react the, the, the best to so even if the world provides you chicken or whatever else you should probably be eating like straight up whole whole chicken the best chicken whole you can chicken find. breast like right. not like fried chicken breast right. or like bagged frozen chicken that's from tyson that's you yeah. know man so it's I like I tell, I tell people all the time, oil you cook in the salt you use yeah so i tell the people all the time i'm like use. i'm like you don't have to change that much in your diet you just need to eat that's, more dude, whole that's, whole foods that's and avoid for me. processed foods and you you like don't even work out just just change up because i tell people all the time it's like I get a lot of DMs and stuff all the time mm. about. Heck yeah, hey, you're hey, a champion. You should. Uh, hey, bro. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> hey, Plug. bro. Hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to use that as a drop in the future. Yeah. But they're like, hey, bro, I'm trying to do this. Or I'm trying to do that. And uh, like, what do you think about this? Like, I've had guys send me pictures, like straight up shirtless pictures. Like, dudes don't, dudes don't even know. And my first thing is like, I'm like, all right, man, like, forget the workouts. Like, let's just focus on your food. Like let's focus on and like let's get rid of the work. That's so hard for people too. And like what yeah. I think because there's more glory to working out. Exactly, yeah. but they don't. But I'm like, you can work out for two years. Straight. You won't make it though. I see guys in the gym. You, I go to the gym. You'll damage every yourself. day. I see guys in the gym that I've seen there for the last two three years. They look the exact same. That's a bummer. Why? Because they they don't they've never they've never changed. I'm not even. <laughs> 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 like, damn, they, you never, wasted your time. They, they've never changed anything. So I'm like, you look the same for two years, bro. So it's not the it's not the weights. It's it's the food. Right. And so I think society needs to figure out a way to not. I tell people all the time, drop the word diet. Yeah. They drop that out of your vocabulary because a diet is simply a fad. It's something. It, it it's something that's meant to end. So true. So you just gotta find a way. You gotta find a lifestyle. Life that lasts forever, and it's just, you know, for real. Like, and I think that's where where. Um, Cruz, can you hear me? Yeah, Looking yeah, like yeah. Maul in the corner. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm just kind of, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I, just, I ain't got no chains on right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and that's and look, looking at you two, when he said for. For, for the record, I, I thought Rich was black uh, <laughs> when when he walked. I am. What do you What do you until, mean? Until he walked. What are you in, talking said, about? Huh. Like when you heard him at the door, you thought he's black. I, I I didn't hear him. I was I was focused oh, on trying did, to get just, set up. You just envisioned when I kept telling you about. Here's him. here's what I envisioned: black guy, probably about your height, but glasses. Well, because then for because then you're like you know he does non, real estate prescription. Yeah, you know just you know. His glasses. I figured he may he may have. It could have went two ways. He's gonna have a button up on and some jeans, or he's gonna have sweats on, <laughs> sweats and a tee and a hoodie. I was like, all right, cool. So then he goes, hey, I'm, he goes, hey, it's my buddy. Oh damn, this messed up my whole my whole outlook. So I don't know, I don't know what to think now. But then like looking and listening, like damn, okay, it's really you really are pa- you are a super passionate individual about 
I thought you were about to say you really are a black guy. No, no, you're, you're, you're hella white. Like, you're extremely white. You've got the... The, uh, the genetic the Fitz, makeup. The, the Fitzpatrick beard popping, you know. It's all gold chain on there, Irish. if I'm not mistaken. You know, everything's... everything's Connor on a good day. <laughs> great, great looking teeth. Everything's working for this guy. You know, the video's really popping. I'm happy to um, be here. But he's just, you're just so passionate about everything that you talk about. So when you're like, you know, yeah, you know, and he asked, like, you know, are you vegan? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I am. Boom, 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 boom. Like, but, that, but that's what I like because he's not like, yeah, I'm vegan. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, okay. He's like, yeah, it's just like, like you know, because yeah. like you see, I, I see it all the time on the internet and I'm just like, look, I if you, the easiest way for someone to trend towards your lifestyle is to just, to embrace it and, yeah. not, and not bash everybody who, who right. doesn't do it because then it makes it it makes people envy and it makes people hate you well you especially know? for people who've always been on the and and whitney and whitney and i have talked about it and then we bounced away from it and it's like i'm sitting here like i could i could do that yeah i feel like i would enjoy those benefits you definitely could do it you're just like uh I mean, you'd be, am- me. you'd be amazed at, like how differently your body. But your with body me feels. also getting ready to stay at home, I'll be able to control the grocery shopping too. Yep. So now I can start shifting. But then I also have to cook, dude. So I didn't even get into some of the cool parts that happened just from. Which this happens anyway. You lose weight healthily. Like when I, if my girl used to give me a massage and she rubbed my lower back, it was pain. Like, I had a knot down there in my lower back, and I had a knot at the top of my neck. And then just as you lose weight and everything readjusts, like, you didn't even realize it, but that knot at the bottom of your back is gone. And then you're just thinking long term, like, bro, that's got to be good for me. Like, I was just... Twi- <laughs> that's that's got to be a positive thing. Like, like, you know, I wasn't really thinking about that knot in the bottom of my back every day. But I'd much rather not have a knot in the bottom of my back. For sure. Detrimental. That had to be detrimental long term. So it was like, there was just like tons of micro sleeping deeper, you know, having having dreams again and just a bunch of weird things like just, that. You that just were feel better. A lot of, I, lot I of fun from operating right. I, I personally, number one, changed the way. So I first changed the way I ate based on the way I looked. Yeah. And then I and then I shift, shifted focus towards, I just want to live a good life. Yeah. You know, like I want to, I want to live, like, I don't care how long I live, but it's how, cool because mine was flipped around, like, but they're still so both important. Yes, but it's like so. Like now, me. I look. I, I know I look great, but now I want to. No matter how long I live, whether that's fifty, whether that's a hundred, whether that's two hundred, whatever. I just want to. At that age, I want to still be able to do the things I enjoy. Right. And so, like, I see, I see guys all the time, and like, like we're all we're all fathers, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I want to be able to. If, if Zoe has kids, like, I want to be able to in my 60s, 70s still get up and get around with these grandkids. Right. And like, a lot of people don't. A, a lot of people don't think about their future right now until until the future happens. Yeah. Until they're there. Well, at least they don't taking, even think that far. They try to think, you know, okay, well, in the next five years, because like it's gonna happen, bro. That's not even. That's like fake future. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? saying? It's just but, like, you know, what I'm like, saying? like it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna happen. Like yeah. you're gonna wake up one day, you're gonna be 40, you're gonna be yeah. 50. Right. So it's like, and you, I can't, wanna, you can't, those are things that you cannot stop. Yeah. So it's like, I wanna make sure that when I am that age, like, I wanna, I want Zoe's friends to be like, damn, her, your pops is, right. like, he's, he's still with it. Like, you know, like, I saw Mr. Fails outside cutting the grass with <laughs> yeah. his shirt off, you know. Those little wins. Yeah. He, still, he still got <laughs> it. That's what life's all Those about. Those little motivators. When I, when I mow the lawn, the whole neighborhood's going to know. Man. <laughs> Stopping cars. 
What's even, your motivation? Sunday just, mowing. I'm just going to slow motion. I'm going to mow it in slow motion. And, Damn, and, is he mowing in slow motion right now? <laughs> it's no, Tuesday. He's, he's cutting again. <laughs> and, and it was funny how you bring up the looks part because what I had found was I had hidden b- b- deep down that I was insecure about my body. And that j- a lot of times just because I was a good athlete, I would hide that I said I didn't like the way I looked. Like I would, for some reason, just, and now I know, not for some reason, come on, Rich, wake up. Because of my diet, even when I was a good high school football player and a good college football player, my body did not look good. Like I, like I always just, I never was muscle built. I just always had fat on top, mm-hmm. even though I played wide receiver and stuff like that. So I never had really got there to with myself. Like every time I'd be at the pool, like I would cross my hands a lot and shit like that. And then oh, as I went through this lifestyle and the way I, my body changed, I literally was like, bro, you wanted to look like this your whole life. And you were never even really that honest with yourself about how bad you wanted to look like this because you knew that just meant you were healthy on the inside. You know, so it was just it was cool how I didn't even know how much I would appreciate that. But now how much it's in, improved my life quality. Yeah, for sure. From loving myself more. So so earlier you said something about Lyme disease. And yeah, that damn so, tick. So you had a? Are you still battling with that? Or so every day, every day struggle. That was that was a Joe <laughs> Budden flip right there. Yeah, very good, <laughs> very good. Yeah, it's so. What what was that? What it so, not? What was? What is that like? And then 100. I mean, dealing with that as a family man, still yeah. being able to have the energy I'd to, to be around it all, man. Yeah. Really, uh, I had honestly, I can say my life was pretty easy until I got Lyme disease. Like any. Anything that I went through up to that point was something that I felt like many other people had went through that I could share with and realize that I, I definitely could, you know, could make it through that or whatever it would be. Basic struggles, I guess. Yeah. Um, so show. I was walking my dog. <laughs> I, I, have my, I was a homeowner. I had my first baby. Life was going good. I just What age? Uh, 21. I okay. just became a real, got my real estate license. Being at home all the time, but taking my dog on a walk. Remember, that was one of my goals. Yeah. <laughs> so here I am doing that. Suburban and I live by some man. nature out by Arbor Walk, and I've got a great Dane. And so anyway, it was a regular day. We walked. We came home. The part so that was hold not. Hold on. Wait. Don't... <sighs> What's goody? I'm just walking my dog. We got a great Dane. Yeah. Chill out. <laughs> It's like, hold on, like, hey, let my man shine, let my man shine. Yeah, but I'll just throw that in <laughs> casually, right. like, my boy. Give, your, give yourself a pause, be like, hey, yeah, we got a dog. It's a great dame, by the way, <laughs> and then continue with the you're story. Right, you're right, my boy. <laughs> it's not a Bashan. Some, sometimes I be taught, I speak as if people follow my Instagram every day. Uh, I, I, I just followed follow, you. I just not, followed you. Not everyone follows my Instagram. Not the whole world doesn't follow Rich, at Rich Dunfield on Instagram yet. But so I've got a great dame. His name is Cosmo. Uh, he's a he's a pretty cool big dog, and we we go walk this nature area. Life does some weird things to you. It was a regular walk. I came home. I always take my shoes off when I get home. Like I'm telling you, I never wear the shoes in the house. It's thing. It even personally bothers me when I have my shoes on in my house. I left my shoes on all day. I take my shoes off that night. There's a huge tick under my pinky toe. I've been bit by a tick many times. You're not really sweating it that much. You know, you're like, oh, oh shit, there's just, a tick. Let me just get this out. Yeah, let's quick. take care of this. Okay. So my mom was staying with me at the time. She was kind of getting back on her feet from one of her marriage, her second marriage. And, I, you know, the kid in me goes down like, mom, help me out with this tick, you know. And so she pulls the tick off the head, 
this stays in my foot. And it was a big tick. Like one now, of is it because it had been there like so, so long? But now what also what I know about Lyme is it, it it had to have been on a deer before it was on me. So it would have already been the pretty t- big. The tick? Yes. Okay. So I go on with my weekend. Life's good. You, so you didn't get the head out? I know that now, right? I mean, I, I could tell. It's like I don't know if that was the cleanest break, you know, but I should be still. I've been bit by ticks many times. It's fine. Yeah. Well, by Sunday, I'm out. My girl has some friends in town, and we go out. And I was feeling weird as we were getting ready. And I always like to go out. I like to have fun. And I was like, you know, babe, I, I might want to stay home. But she ended up really just being like, come on, don't don't toughen up. You yeah. know, let's go. We're going to go have some fun. <laughs> well, by the time I get out, man, I feel like a psycho. I feel like a bug. Like my neck is all stiff. When people are talking, it's not it's not coming off right. My depth perception is getting crazy. Well, what's what I now know has happened is my all of my bodily systems are being attacked from a superbug, and my fever is just tinkering up as this is happening. Inflammation in the brain, inflammation in the heart, inflammation in the belly. So when I go home that night around two a.m., I legit had the craziest dreams I've ever had in my life. Like I was talking to God in my dreams, but it was weird. It was like more like alien council stuff. Like I walked into a big cathedral type building, and they're like asking me questions about my life, and and. Real time, I'm sweating, like a pool of sweat in the nighttime. So now you wake up and you're like, okay, something's way wrong. And my foot had a huge bullseye on it, a bullseye rash. That's how you know you have Lyme disease. It's the num- If you get the bullseye rash from a tick bite, it's 100%. You've got Lyme disease. And it's a high infiltration of Lyme disease. It's such a kind of a unknown disease that I go to an urgent care Walgreens. They're like, we can't even see you for that. You got to get out of here. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, God. Like, let, you see what I charge me? Right. We're, not, we're not qualified for this, sir. Right. It's 50 bucks, though. We so, still look to the foot. They're, they're basically we're like, don't touch sorry. me. Don't touch me. Get out of here. So leave the, I, I leave go, the money on the counter. So I go to the next spot. He, I basically just had to show him a picture on Google and say, this is Lyme disease. I need antibiotics. He gives me the antibiotics. I take the antibiotics, and I think I'm good. And I thought I was a smart dude. I thought I was taking some little herbs that I needed to be taking. Come to find out I was taking um, perfume, perfume grade oregano oil for two years instead of food grade wild oregano oil that I needed to kill the Lyme disease in my body. Oregano oil is a very strong antibiotic, natural. So my, my because I didn't have the right teachers around me, I thought I was smart, but I wasn't. And I wasn't using the right medicine, the right natural medicine. So after two years, I'm training MMA, I'm a realtor, I've got two babies, life is just speeding up, and out of nowhere, all my bodily systems, and I should have been paying attention, there were things happening, but I kept pushing them off, like my belly was really jacking up, like my stools were way off, and they were just looking like things were not right at all, but I just was still feeling fine enough to keep it going. So we then all, I think as men we all do that. Yeah. Right. That's a like, big problem, man. Pay attention stop. to the signs yeah. and get get with wise people that want to help you. So I start shaking like Muhammad Ali. I can't sleep at all. My depth perception is terrible. Like if I go like this, it doesn't it just doesn't come in the right way. This is just like everyday home life. I mean, like yeah, this is just a deterioration. It just mm. I just keep noticing more and more, like constantly feeling like you have the flu. Taking 10 stools a day, um, you oh, know, wow. just, just so then now I'm realizing like this is Lyme. Lyme came back. You know, you can Google it. That's the only thing I've ever really had sick. So then you 
what you get bummed out about is there's no real white coat doctors for this, like traditional medicine. There's three doctors. They're all hours away. They're booked up for months. They're thousands of dollars to see. They don't accept insurance because insurance doesn't believe it's a real disease yet because it's too expensive to fix. All these things. My man man been in the books. Man, I'm sitting here like... It was really... (laughs) It was sad. I mean... Like, I hear Lyme disease, but I've never really, like, listened. Right. So, I'm like... Okay, so this happens from a tick, but then I, you, then I heard you mention like well, it's crazy it because you say that because modern medicine isn't willing to help treat it because it's not enough money in it, and like, I don't know if it's that it's not enough. It's that there's not enough money in it because there's not a named drug that they're going to attach to it. That when you have Lyme disease, you'll get this drug. So that's the big part. But second of it's a true disease that has to be fixed from natural healthcare. It, it has to be fixed from natural herbs and fasting and the old-fashioned medicine. That's why pharmaceuticals can't fix Lyme disease. Lyme, Lyme disease is chronic. And I'm going to be quoting Dr. Robert Morse here, herbo- a, a famous herbalist and raw food teacher. Lyme is chronic acidosis, just like lupus. Every cell in your body is... This bug is trying to turn it acidic and kill each cell that's made. And you have to live each day and give your cells alkalinity to be to, to give that cell the chance to live. And you do that by herbs and clean water and good sleep and low stress and keeping all your balances in check. So that that's my climb. Like I got real terribly sick. I thought it was over. Like literally, I, I didn't know there there was any more any more options my mental was so i felt like bipolar i mean i felt manic I how, mean, how old was your uh how old was avery at the time avery my at my worst avery was three and stella was just born i don't even mm. really remember stella's first year because my mental was just so off like wow um really not sl- ever sleeping it li- all i could do was get through work so, all i could do was work just enough to make enough money to keep everything going that way. Besides that, I would like just go in my room and shut the door and not talk to my anyone, including my family, because it just nothing made sense. So was that hard on on Kayla? Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. But here we are. Uh, now we've been together nine, nine years. I'm like no offense, and I don't want to like toot my horn, but I'm her Superman. Like I I've always been there for her. I've we just work really well in that capacity, and I'm. She plugs the puzzle piece really well for me. Like she's a very homey, earthy, down to earth type person, and I'm a very in the stars type of person. So like if I basically as long as I'm handling the big stuff and she's handling the small stuff, we're always working, you know. So she loves me and Well, folks, uh that was really great commentary from Rich. And if you're listening to this, that means we spent the last four hours fumbling around trying to figure out how to find the recording for the last two hours. Uh, we do apologize for this technical difficulty. Uh, we, we, we tried our hardest to merge it together. Just didn't sound good. Uh, was, was not up to par to Rich Dad <laughs> standards. Uh, so uh, once again, we, we do appreciate Rich being here and, uh, and hanging out with us and, uh, We're going to send it off with a decent message coming right up. Uh, Well, episode 14 is in the bag. 
Uh, I want to give a huge shout out to my boy Rich for pulling up. Yes. Uh, yes. Really, really gave us a lot of insight in his life, his his business, his, his thoughts, his future. And that's pretty dope. Uh, as always, what, what's, your, what's your Instagram, Rich? Yo, thanks. It was it was a great time being here. A lot of fun. Hope to come back on again. <laughs> if you care, if you enjoyed, check me out at Instagram at Rich Dunfield. Also, if you're looking for some high quality organic CBD, check out www.nativehempcompany.com. Premium full spectrum CBD created from yours truly. Thanks, fam. And as always, you can find us on Instagram as well at richdad yeah. uh, underscore roundtable. It's been so long since I've said it, I almost <laughs> forgot. Uh, you can also shoot us an email at richdadroundtable at gmail.com. None of you have done it yet, but uh, just thought we'd uh, throw that tag in there. We want to we want to keep hoping you do. We want to keep hope alive on this yeah, one. Yeah, and also I uh, wanted to give a huge shout out to another podcast. Uh, my boy Craig uh, has a podcast, and I, I let him know I definitely give him a shout out if you guys are inter- interested in some other uh, other content. It's Craig, called- do you need a guest? <laughs> <laughs> I had to plug myself there, Craig. And we actually plan on having Craig on. Uh, but it's called Quarter Life Crisis. They're available on all streaming platforms. DSPs. Check, check them out. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, had a really good vibe here. Uh, get, up, get off the mic, Rich. <laughs> it's, it's been real, folks. Uh, it's been a good back, time, man. And, uh, ho- hopefully you enjoyed. Episode uh, 14 in the bag. Um, Welcome back, welcome back. We had a great time. We'll talk to you guys later.